0: shall we start yeah and we've already started hey. <laughs> hey guys welcome to we have no idea my name is cheeky
1: i'm so how are you all doing they how are you doing
0: we are doing well yes in jesus name in jesus name if you're not send us an email tell us what's wrong what's wrong we, we give hugs we'll give anti-advice as well
1: it depends how old you are i can't be yeah actually no man yeah i can't give anti-advice oh. i do enjoy doing that
0: yeah you're but an auntie anyway so it's fine
1: that's fine i'm embracing it
0: <laughs> so how are you auntie sons i'm well thank you how are you um i'm doing really good had a good day at work today i mm-hmm. um, now home doing the podcast mm-hmm. so it's always good mm-hmm. what have you seen in the news that has intrigued you today
1: um so when we record this the world just found out that nipsey Hussle passed away and um I feel like the black community is just in mourning right now mm. um, in regards to him and actually um, the work that he's been doing and the legacy that he's left behind. Mm. Like, he's one of those rappers, yes, he did rap about drugs, men and women, and all that kind of stuff, but then he went beyond that, rapping about. Um, Making sure that you invest your money, that you own your your rights to your music, mm. type of thing, and um, proudly representing his neighborhood where he's grown up, and mm. um, his Playlist city. System. Yes, uh, it, yeah, pretty much. And um, it's quite saddening because a friend of mine introduced me him to meet like a couple of months back uh-huh. and um when i found out one of the first things i did was just message him like hey um you good you good because i knew like he's one of like the people that you looked up to so yeah. how you doing type of thing so yeah so RIP right, to him bless her and do let his legacy not go in the ground with him okay it's black people let us invest let us do better black men come on well that's not a call to
0: action i don't know what it is uh-huh. I guess on a different note, um, today I watched, not today, um, I was home with mum and dad and I watched um, The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. Yes! um, Which is based off of Malawi, my home country. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really appreciated it in a sense of when they were speaking Mm Chichewa which I was really shocked about because there's some like African African countries, African languages that are much more well known, like Swahili, Shana, um, Yoruba, all those countries, but no, Zulu, Debele Shut up. Um, but instead they spoke Chichella, which I was super shocked about even them learning it. Mm-hmm. You could tell who obviously knew Chicho and who didn't, but yeah. even them just trying and like the accents were off and everything but equally my accents off mm-hmm. um, I just super appreciated it and it's based off of like a true story as well mm-hmm. There was no white savvy complex. It was just a boy who was <laughs> smart and educated and he found an idea that he could use to help save his community from Mm -hmm. starvation, which was just a water irrigation system. Mm -hmm. And um, it was, again, like a very beautiful story of one, Um, how his father was just tried hard, like tried very hard, how poverty kind of affects people, but can also lead, push people to do some of the most remarkable things mm-hmm. and in the end we found out that he um, was given scholarships to finish off his education because at the point in time mm-hmm. his parents could have followed for him to continue education so he would sneak into school yeah. and certain things that I guess we take for granted when it comes to western world, even education Yeah. Um, that some people will actively like, sneak into school and like, take a beating just because their parents haven't paid mm-hmm. um, and he was able just to come up with this um, wonderful system that's been used all over mm-hmm. developing countries and now um, he went to University in America and just continues to do amazing work. yeah um, and again it was just a really good way just to see a nation that's not very well known about just represented in such beautiful light mm-hmm. and sharing about family, showing about loyalty mm-hmm. and showing how people can work together in just adverse situations. Yeah. So yeah, I completely loved it. and cool. was like amazing. I'm, I'm pleased I might give it a watch when yeah, I it's get very a good. minute. You um, might cry, as well. it's like lots of crying moments.
1: Oh, okay. So, you know, tomorrow's like family night, so uh, I might do that during family night. And I like
0: family? I'm yeah. like, everybody, will are watching this. Watch it with a phone.
1: Yeah, watch it with the phone.
0: But yeah, so what are we talking about today, my love? Um, today we're doing like a controversial topic in the sense of, um, for many years the topic's been discussed as like, what is a woman's role in this world? Is she a housewife? Is she a businesswoman? Is she this? Is she that? Mm-hmm. But now let's foot the tables. What is a man's place in this world? Because recent times have shown us that. Like, we're not dealing with it anymore. No. The nonsense that we'd kind of accept or we'd kind of say, this is what a man is, this is what we expect from him, and like, world reversed, Mm -hmm. some for the better, some for the worse. When Mm -hmm. it comes to mental health, it's been a real beautiful thing that we see more men speaking up about the situations that they're going through, Mm -hmm. but also calling out just bad behaviour from men, like people are not staying quiet anymore. Um, So, yeah, we're just discussing, like, what is a man's place? Because we always discuss what's a woman's place? What is a man's place? <laughs>
1: um, this may be controversial regarding that um, it's two women talking about this. Yeah. But then it's two women who have boyfriends.
0: friends. Yes, and, and this is based on our observations as the people around us. Yeah,
1: like just observing from far, from close proximity. Um, I don't know, like men, men's place in this world.
0: I will do it as differentiating. So uh-huh. let's go. As our age, so 20 twi- No, 20 actually eighteen to, to twenty-five 20. ish, and then we'll go fathers
1: and son, and well, not sons, fathers, granddads, and yeah, uncles. fathers,
0: older people. So let's yeah. say of our generation right now, what is their place now?
1: I think our generation right now is men learning how to be better. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because their role, the dynamics have actually completely changed. Where actually. A lot of women our generation we know that um we are equals yeah and we're well educated especially in our sphere mm-hmm. um most of us have degrees and guys and girls will have degrees where actually one of the things that um when we're looking at a guy it's like okay do you have potential, but what are your patterns? Does that make sense in yeah. a partner? And um, we're not saying like, we're well, only dating guys with degrees type of thing, no. But like, what are you actually doing with your life? Do you mm-hmm. have a, a good head screwed on um, in regards to that? And also, what am I bringing to the table? Like, yeah. I can expect you to be, you know, excellent while I'm trash, does mm-hmm. that make sense? i should expect excellence from you and also i should be excellent within that so yeah. we'll focus more on um an equal partnership rather than mm-hmm. um me having to be like you know um expecting everything in everything from him type of thing yeah and that's not his responsibility that's not his role he's not my savior Um, he's my boyfriend and that's about it
0: yeah and I There used to be the old narrative where like I guess the man would bring everything to the table and then Mm you would have to work around him Mm -hmm. but now the majority of times we're going 50 50 on things yeah so the things that used to now we used to place value on things we can provide for ourselves mm-hmm. and even in like men to men relationship, mm-hmm. they such a variety of roles that they can have is that yeah. you don't just have to be a doctor, you don't have to be a lawyer, you can be a graphic designer, mm-hmm. you can work in modeling, you can work in different industries now that have opened up to men, so yeah, the kind of chauvinism or the just, Henching of chest. Yeah, it just doesn't work anymore because people can get rich off of anything nowadays. Mm -hmm. So like, your money means nothing. Mm -hmm. It's more who you are as a person.
1: That that is true. Like, I'm attracted to your character. Not, um, you may have money, but if you're a trash person I'm not Mm. going to tolerate that because guess what um the likelihood is that I have my own money I don't need you I want you and if I want that person that character better come correct it gotta be an individual that um I can see that you can be supportive Mm. in a very selfish way but like if you you can support me in my career I can do the same thing for you because automatically I don't know like as women we automatically do that I don't know. He wants to nurture, don't we? Yeah, to nurture, like um, embrace, cheer you on, and not be a hindrance to you. I expect that vice versa. Does that make sense? Well, not for him to nurture me. Well, just. No, but I feel
0: so it's very weird. Like, as women, I feel so we have a complex of wanting to raise people, mm-hmm. which is very bad, and I think yeah. we shouldn't want to, but it feels mm-hmm. like we all have a natural motheringness, mm-hmm. and we always get told our boys are like three years behind when it comes to development, so yeah. they're still acting like kids when like they're 21, mm-hmm. whilst girls are much more developed and we've got our ish together, which is a lie. It's a yeah, lie. It really has. Like, um, mm-hmm. But I guess that sort of narrative kind of then makes us think as though it's our job to like raise a man, and especially in the black community. We're taught to like hold the black man down, like mm-hmm. he's been oppressed, he's been beat down so much by the system that he's the only one that, when he comes home from work, he should be there to show him like mm-hmm. affection, kindness, all da da da. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not our job to wait for you.
1: Yeah, no, it's not our job to wait for you. But then at the same time, the very system that beats you down beats me down and even more because i am a black woman okay mm-hmm. i get bit down not only because i am black but because i am a woman so um mm-hmm. when i come home i would expect that type of like nurturing between the two of us does that make sense yeah i expect to come home and be like if i when he walks in like oh i have a, i've had a bit bad day i'm like do you want wine yeah okay cool let's go and buy a bottle definitely <laughs> <laughs> um <part> of the- <laughs> no I'm just, no it makes it sound like as if like we're well, alcoholics or not yeah. um but like have a relationship where you can both support each other because you need to be in a place where... um, I saw this quote on Pinterest where I spend most of the time these days um, that said, um, like, being somebody's home and also adventure. And I think guys kind of want that from girls, but then girls, we want that from guys as well. Yeah. Like, um, I'm not... Just whatever... Treat me how you want to be treated. Yeah. Does that make sense? If you expect kindness, approach me with kindness. If you expect um, justice, if you expect love, treat me with kindness, and love, and justice and whatsoever. Because at the end of the day, the feelings that you're feeling, I probably feel them. And also, um, on top of that, the world is telling me not to express them and suppress them. Mm. And that's a whole other thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: And I guess following on from that point, like, mm. expression. Mm-hmm has been a really cool thing when it comes to men now that. Um I'm not a fan of a mumble rapper. <laughs> um, but are uh, actually a few SoundCloud rappers are quite good but I just don't love yeah.
1: them. Yeah. Um I mean, Chance the rapper came from SoundCloud.
0: The
1: I remember I used to listen to him when I was like when he was like really underground I was like oh my god he sings about church sometimes. Yeah.
0: Mm, um, like
1: as a grain to your like True fans, you know that, what that is. Anyway, carry on, so.
0: Um, I'm not a fan of the mumble rapper, mm-hmm. but um, I remember my significant other was um, listening to a song by like a mumble rapper, and he was just expressing his emotions. Like, the ish was deep. It was like um, a Mariah Carey album or something, but mm-hmm. like in rap form. So I think um, there's now a narrative of dudes talking about their feelings. Yeah. More. Um, sometimes I don't feel as though it's in the healthiest manner, but they're expressing it. Yeah. So let's talk about, for example, um, XX test. Yeah.
1: yeah, I don't know how to say it. Testation or something like Testation. that.
0: Testation. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very good at kind of expressing his feelings, and a lot of people connected to the emotions he was going through. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't think he dealt with it in the most
1: healthy way. But then we have Drake. Drake paved the way for that.
0: No, but Drake was kind of like, Oh my girl left me. Um, it was kind of more like emotional. And all the girls are like, Whoa. It was more like an emotional boy, sorry. more than anything, whilst ex-tashin was actually some deep okay, I've never listened emotional, to that it, um, yeah. it was some deep emotional stuff. So I'd say like Drake is a bit like kind of, oh, my girl left me. Mm-hmm. Whilst ex is just much more intense. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good for people to be expressing that. So that's one thing when it came, has come to mind. Conversations starting to be had that weren't there present. Even like Jay-Z's yeah. 444 album, that oh. whole... Um
1: You've made me forgive him about Beyonce cheating, but that's another TikTok. Like,
0: um, yeah. Um, just them sitting around to table, as, table as men having a discussion with cameras around. Yeah. Was I guess a really special thing. Mm-hmm. And understanding the PTSD that comes along with being a black man in this world mm-hmm. is intense. Mm-hmm. And. Isn't really recognised as a proper thing because you just deal with it because that is the existence that you live in. Yeah, but I think it needs to be recognised much more.
1: Yeah, like most um black guys. I have a few black guy friends as well. You like, do? Yes, I do. My brothers, <laughs> Hey. a. You see those my friends? I'm not gonna
0: claim you after that. I'm joking. Actually, they
1: won't. To, to be fair, yeah, they know what they got themselves into. I'm more weird than this in front of them. Anyway, I'm but like the guy friends that i have i've been having those conversations this with like 16 17 and like some of the experiences that they've had in school in regards to being seen as like when they express their emotion they're seen as this like angry black man type of thing and then um now feared and it sucks because um they feel like they have to suppress a certain part of them yes we do have to suppress ourselves as women not to be emotional and all that kind of yeah. stuff but um In regards to black men, like, I don't know, they see it in a different way. Plus, I feel like they're an easy target sometimes. If we see that in America with, like, police brutality in the UK, historically, we've had, like, the stop and search thing um, in regards to, like, knife crime and stuff, which... um, Was it even effective? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know
0: they're bringing it back now so yeah. we'll see but the rise in knife crime in the uk has been absolutely mental i think mm-hmm. because we live in the north it's something that doesn't really affect us well we don't, we don't s- see it that much yeah and we don't see that in news but it's a major thing that's happening like much more further yeah. down the south yeah um and i don't know it's a weird one like i can't if my child has been murdered in that sort of way like of course you'd want more measures put in place and things yeah but i don't know the right answer so i can't give my opinion i understand the implication of stopping search has been very bad for people. But I think the one good thing we can say about the UK police is they don't have guns. Oh thank God. So for things that. can only go so far. Yeah. In that regard. And sometimes yes it is taken overboard, but they are some good police people. Yeah. As much as we do talk about police brutality, the majority mm-hmm. are good, but it's the yeah. ones who are bad yeah. that do make the headlines. Yeah. Because um
1: like they just, just I don't know, in America it's absolutely Make for us. profit. The justice
0: system uh, really. Yeah, yeah. So, like wow.
1: It's um, heartbreaking that you just seem like black people is like just like bodies. I think you said this earlier on in our, one of our episodes where um, in Get Out where they needed black people was just as bodies, not not for um, the mind or anything, just for labor. And I was like, wow, just wow.
0: Yeah, it's actually become a way that the American. Um, incarceration system it's basically all private owned so the more bodies you have the more profit you're making and then from that they get those people to do works and jobs in the in the prison so it's kind of making profits on two parts from the from the products that the inmates are making and Mm -hmm. just for them being there they get paid
1: yeah like that's a whole new system of slavery modern day slavery in a different way um not to discard what other people go through with the other forms of slavery but um yeah like but then do you feel like from the guys that you have in your life, what's your view on the friendship dynamics that they have?
0: Um, male friendships—it dep- It really depends. I think the ones I've seen flourish most are the ones that were established at younger childhood. Mm-hmm. I feel as though when it's like a mentality complex, I feel as though when boys get to a certain age, they kind of toughen up in a sense of the emotions get kind of pushed a bit further back. Whilst mm-hmm. as a child, you just want to play with people you just yeah. want to be friends, so they're kind of emotionally more liberal in that sense, mm-hmm. and they're opening themselves up to being hurt, to making like really close friendships. Mm-hmm. But I feel when people kind of get to an older age and are starting to make male friendships, mm-hmm. it takes longer because I guess there's resistance, there's a sort of safety caution, this, then. Yeah, and I don't think boys ever talk about getting hurt when it t- comes to friendships. Like girls would be like, oh I was like really good friends with her and then like this yeah. happened and this happened. And we're much more free to kind of be like a friendship hasn't worked, uh-huh. whilst boys just like, uh, they go into it much more cautiously
1: i'd say yeah like um i was listening to one of like a male dominated podcast and um one, one of the guys said um i still have friends from my childhood and it doesn't matter what they've done if they trust human being. it's just that i can't be bothered to start over i don't like um being in a place where i'm not familiar to that situation therefore they've kept their homies from day one even though their homies from day one could be trash um they've kept those people around because they just don't want to start over with new friendships and I was like wow
0: yeah and I feel so friendships are hard nowadays even like relationships we're in a sort of like swiping epidemic Mm -hmm. of getting close to people Mm -hmm. and even when it comes to making friends people are just thinking like is this person using me for something are they trying to get something out of me I guess you always think that when it comes to relationship like male female mm-hmm. relationship but you never think of it when it comes to an actual friendship mm-hmm. but that can equally happen as well yeah but then um like
1: i have guy friends right who've introduced me to their wider scope of like their boys and then became like fre- friendly with yeah. their boys type of thing in a very platonic way isn't it? like my brothers and stuff like that but um watching them interact with each other being in that space being in that sphere where they're actually just like bantering on and stuff I'm like that is so beautiful yeah, and I have this one friend who basically his friendship like he has his boys that like, he grew up with and then he has his boys that like, he met met like at uni and stuff mm-hmm. and to see him how he navigates between the two it's absolutely beautiful because not that he quad switches to be like different towards the, the two different groups no. no he's still the same person like I've hung out with him with his like, bring, like brought up friends mm-hmm. and I've hung out with him like with some of his uni friends and he's still the same person. Yeah. And um within that, like I think he's the one guy that I've seen it do well, like do male friendships well because yeah. he writes for his boys and he's there for his boys and his boys are there for him even though he can be trusted and turn up like two things. Um, but like um within that like I've seen him do it in a very beautiful way mm-hmm. in regards to like embracing them. I don't know how vulnerable he gets to them because I've never had that conversation with, with him. Yeah. But um yeah like i've seen it he does it really really well and i'm quite proud and i wish more guys would do that yeah because he has a support system he doesn't like when it comes to his feelings and stuff he probably has like other people that you can go to but like i know that he's surrounded by a village yeah. and that he's taken care of and i think that's
0: a beautiful thing to have and i guess i don't know my question would be like how do you then start to cultivate that community around you in like a male perspective because I know how you do it as like females, but mm-hmm. like I think we have more avenues open because we've got like fitness clubs, we've got mm-hmm. gyms, mm-hmm. we've got groups and stuff. But what is there for men for them to kind of get to know each other?
1: I think if you're university age, that's a very good place to start because within your course mates, um, depending on what they're they they are like, um, societies like you have the ACS societies in most universities. You have whatever interests that you have. Go into that atmosphere, um, because you're likely to make to meet men who have similar interests as you, mm-hmm. and you can have those bonds. Um, if you have like let's say if you're in halls, um, you, you you have that space. In regards to even who you date, sometimes the girl that you're dating or the guy you're dating that can actually introduce you to even a wider scope of people. Yeah. Where um, you know, like just be open to letting people in. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like some guys are so in there like, oh, I'm big man, da, 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 type of thing that they actually shut people out. If, mm-hmm. Or when people are trying to like be friendly and trying to like build a friend a friendship or a connection, that um they don't allow them in. Which it can be like a protective mechanism but then you can only protect yourself so much that you find yourself in a place where you're lonely and you don't have anybody to talk to yeah and that should never be the case like even within say in our church community like we have guys who do like um bibles on breakfast or something like that that's a good platform that they have mm-hmm. to just like hang out and bond like just like chat to each other um i pray that like genuine authentic friendships are built from that yeah. and they can actually ride for each other and be each other's bros um but like if that's not the case so is, uh, well, that uh disingenuous <laughs> but like um i would hope that will be the case so yeah
0: yeah it's just a difficult one especially just trusting people i guess yeah if you're in a space of where you've come from being hurt I Mm -hmm. guess by those same people that same community all the same thing so it's kind of just learning to trust again Mm -hmm. which can be very difficult I think as for men I'm not one so Mm -hmm. I just don't understand like the mental issues and struggles that you go through yeah um so I'd just say try is the best thing Mm -hmm. and shoot your shot yeah keep yourself open to all opportunities just talk to Yeah. and there'll be somebody that you'll vibe with
1: yeah that's absolutely fine and plus being environments where you actually like let's say there is no point in you like if you're a big fan of rugby for you to spend all of your time in an archery club because guess what you're likely to meet people who are interested in archery and mm, you think he not rugby and you're like oh, okay these people are boring but make like that's not your demographic you should yeah. be in, in a situation a, in a place or in a community where actually you're interested in those things if they're healthy things mm-hmm. um, but um yeah it's just being open and also being open to being vulnerable to that
0: community people. yeah yeah um so yeah do you have any other
1: like how do you f- okay within our male female friendship groups mm-hmm. how do you navigate that without making sure that no lines are crossed um To be fair, you were friends with your babes before you became he became your babes.
0: Yeah, I know, but I think that's fine mm-hmm. in a way of I actually don't know how I got with my boyfriend.
1: I know how you no, got I with think your boyfriend. Every- <laughs> no, I'm joking. Everybody
0: saw it. everybody saw it in a sense, but I didn't because I've always said that like if I want to date somebody, I want to be friends with them so I know what I've signed up for. Mm-hmm. Like You know the crazy you've signed up for and at the end you're like, oh yeah, yeah. I've decided to be with this crazy mm-hmm. and it's crazy, but so I'm mm-hmm. very mental equally. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, I guess it was the weirdest thing, ever. like he did something really funny. And I was just like, this guy is really confident. And he's really funny. Yeah. Um, and mm. oh, it's idea. I messaged him. I did. About That's how something. you you shot your shot. Yeah, I, sh- I shot my shot. I had like an issue that time where I'd kind of like shoot my shot, but without realizing it. Yeah. In the sense of I was just being friends with people. Mm-hmm. So we was just chatting like, and it was just all friends. It was super platonic after that. And you know, once you get to know somebody, like oh yeah, this is a cool person. So they kind of like. Ooh, went away it was just like this guy's like a really cool dude mm-hmm. so we hung out a few times like in group scenarios and things mm-hmm. um, and then we went for ramen and then kind of got to know each other better and then like from there like this is a really cool dude I definitely want to be his friend mm-hmm. but in my head it was just like we'll be friends yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think we at a conference yeah, um, okay, we're hearing you. Yeah. Are you, say, that you no. say what happened? No, so Cause I think I have a different version of okay. events than everybody
1: else. No, seen. like Chanel told me what happened when he was sneaking like, um, apparently he was texting her during conference, and then she would ask you, like, who are you texting? And you'd be like, Ooh, nobody. And then Chanel was like, mm, okay they came back from conference we went to the pub of the church and we were sitting there chatting mind um i think i had met him like maybe two three weeks before conference and i was just getting friendly because around that time it was his birthday so i messaged him because he told me he was like oh tomorrow is his birthday so i messaged him I was like oh happy birthday you know like being all friendly and nice i'm like welcome to the 23 club right anyway i got when we when they came back from conference i was sitting there chatting to her my guy came and i was like what the hell like i felt like i was dead really i was <laughs> like what's happening i'm like hmm? who are you like move go away i'm talking to my friend um and yeah like i, I saw it coming basically and then she's like oh my god he asked me i'm like hmm, hmm,
0: hmm. <laughs> i did not see that at all but here we are mm-hmm. seven months deep into this With endurance the- race
1: with the pinterest board of
0: mark never mind <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah you know um, i think you <sighs> so in that sense i feel as though when it came to mine in his relationship mm-hmm. i feel as though i navigated it well because my issues like when a male and female male and female yeah, friendship. friendship starts off with a genuine oh i want to date them or i want to date this person because i think you might think the person's a cool person, but you never want to date them because dating them is like committing to a person like fully and it takes, yeah. I have a different okay, experience, you, okay. I'm saying in my regards, yeah, okay, yeah. when you date somebody, you shouldn't want to be like, oh, this is going to be fun for two weeks. Oh no. Because you can no. just, be, you can just be their
1: friend. It's just like, I'm getting to know each other more in a more than like friendly way because when you do that, in there's... I have been friend zoned and sister zoned so many times that to be fair it got to a point where I was like the next guy that I'm chatting to in that way you better come correct and just make it obvious to me because sometimes I'm like is he feeling really me is he not and then sometimes like I've got into a relationship and then people are like oh yeah um I used to fancy you and I'm like
0: you did not tell me
1: like crickets crickets crickets. crickets. i'm like what the hell like um not that i would have gotten with you but like
0: (laughs) that's That's very rude
1: but like i'm like well you should have said it louder whereas my guy came quite he was like i want to date you and i was
0: like that is true when it came to my significant other he was like straight up like yeah like (laughs) you draw the date and i was just like yeah what is this but that's not what we're talking
1: about. We're not talking about uh, how we got into relationships. we're talking about, about, about male and, and female, female relationships. relationships.
0: Yes. Like, um, how do you navigate that? I guess we... I'd say in this world, everything is political. And we read into things so much more mm-hmm. than we did. Like, somebody can literally breathe out somebody. And be like, oh, he's into me. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to always make your intentions, though, you feel, feel like friends. husband. So, huh? It's husband. People are claiming their husband, like... Ten minutes into a conversation oh my god like it's not that deep mm-hmm. like it's really that deep so like, if I've if got, like, a male friend and we've not been, like, friends for a long time. Yeah. Let's say at the start, I always go, like, dude, mate, yeah. bro. Yeah. Just use all, like, as many friendly words as you can if you know for certain this is just going to be a friendship mm-hmm. just to ensure that the other person doesn't think anything because you guys can have, like, a really amazing friendship, but if they get the wrong idea, they might want to pursue something and then it gets awkward really quick. Yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like, um, hard, like, so initially when i first got saved i didn't know how saved. it's safe in the blood of jesus um, <laughs> Nothing but the blood of jesus what oh. can wash away my sins nothing but the blood of jesus okay um anyway like when i first got saved i was so apprehensive and so like standoffish because i went through a season where i was just like not talking to any guys not even chatting to them any any type of way and no, okay. um, and but like you know like just leave me alone like go away type of thing i think um some people would say what that was my man hating phase i I
0: can me tell you for about a good few months i had mad trash so don't even try to be as if like you weren't using that term oh god i used it with my chest Um,
1: with my chest but then one of my guy friends actually called me i was like actually since that's not fun how about if i said women are trash i was like yes they can be and and it was like wow just just allow you anyway um and then my best friend called me out she's like you know like it's not a sin to talk to a guy it's not a sin to have guy friends and i was like wait it is not um and um within that like i just formed this um friendship group where it's like dad Rai, and um thingy rufara and like the three of us just hung out and they were like they are like my brothers um yeah it depends (laughs) yeah with every family there is family drama but anyway yeah they (laughs) they, they are my brothers and um within that like I hang out with them like we all love um, the MCU stuff. So there was all the guys were. I'm like, oh my god, there's a new MCU film that's came out. Let's go watch it. we we'll god. all go watch when it. When you
0: said um, MCU, I thought Man Crush
1: Monday. No, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, those are like oh, oh. like when they come, like when a new trailer drops, we we'll drop it in the group chat and we're like, oh my god, we're so excited. Type of thing was like yeah, just like group
0: chat. I'm not in it.
1: Oh, I'm yeah. joking yeah we don't want you in it sorry it's called the incredibles and but like
0: you're all trash anyway
1: (laughs) but like within that like those guys i learned how to build male friendship in a way that i wouldn't get hurt does that make sense because i was so certain and so um assured within our friendship that like you know they genuinely have the best interests um for me and when they met my guy like like Gentle. When did they meet him? Um. So there was a party, and basically the. And I him. didn't
0: get invited. Wow, you guys are rude. It,
1: you were you were not here. You're not even in Newcastle. Um, they met him, and they were just basically No, you were not. Okay. You weren't. It was over the summer. Um. They met him before he became my guy, but then apparently all of them could see coming in my love, and I was like, wait, what? like, yeah. You just out there in and bopping. No, I wasn't out there in and bopping. They're like, this guy was genuine and intentional and actually just like came at you with the right, right energy, and I was like, wow, just wow. And this is me in my head. I'm like, I'm expecting this guy to be, be like, yeah, be like, well, what, what do you want to do with us? They love him. I'm like, for goodness sake. I'm like, who's gonna threaten him? Nobody. But,
0: um, those just sent to my people. He's <laughs> like,
1: send them, please. I think my guy has had about <laughs> like 20 now. Uh, To be fair, I said, like, you know, sometimes I'll be talking to him and I'm like, hmm, just threaten him a bit because it's fun. Anyway, um, to be fair, Jack did say, like, since I feel like you did that yourself, so if we didn't do. <laughs> <too. laughs> <laughs> the level of rudeness wow. wow just wow but like um within those guy friendships my even the ones that i have we have boundaries you know mm-hmm. like um in a place where there's certain conversations there's certain topics that would never go to because to be fair um that's not appropriate um they certain times if the day where i would never text them or like call them type of thing because that's not really generally appropriate why should i be calling you at like 11 p.m Like,
0: nothing good ever happens after 10 p.m
1: it does sleep
0: <laughs> <laughs> no if someone's te- if someone has not texted you all day yeah. and the first message yeah, you get yeah. is te- no let me drop some knowledge on mm-hmm. people if if the first text you get is at 10pm mm-hmm. you're a booty call mm-hmm. I don't get any what sort of energy you come in towards me with you're mm-hmm. a booty call mm-hmm. so just calm your life down if you choose to respond and then you get mad at that person's actions that is on you mm-hmm. you knew what you were getting into mm-hmm. what sort of godliness happens after 10pm
1: Know your truth,
0: pray, you can know your can life pray
1: from 10 o'clock to what past 10. For pray p- by
0: yourself, <laughs> you do not need to do an all night Bible session fasting with higgy haga nonsense person persons for all you adventurists out there.
1: Okay, are we done with the TED talk now? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, okay, cool. just just know, yeah. you know, people come and say, but oh, about why? Mm-hmm. What happened? You know, what happened? Mm-hmm. Check yourself,
1: mm-hmm. but then now, like, um when forming friendships, guy friendships, um, now that I'm in a relationship, one thing that I'm actually intentional about is from the get-go and be like, oh yeah, my boyfriend and I... Yes, that,
0: drop that in there.
1: Drop that in there. Or even if and then Dave if
0: messages me, I'll show my yeah. significant. They're just like, look at what this man does in. Yeah. yeah and especially if they try and move to you, just obviously, yeah. I'm just, for what? Like, like, if they don't
1: get it, like, me, like, my boyfriend and I, right? Done, period, and then if they try and take it further and still trying it, then it's actually you having that discernment to actually take a step back and be like, Actually, you don't respect me enough to respect the fact that I'm in a relationship with somebody, mm. so why are you still trying to move to me? It's not like um I find it re- really disrespectful to either yourself and also that person because you're like, You're trying to move to me in with a certain level of energy, and I'm like, I've told you, I've seen somebody respect me enough if you want to be friends with me let's be friends with me like that and that's about it if not if you can't be friends with me and you're friends with me that much allow then it. allow it like that's, trust that's me like I mean, allow it like I, I, <laughs> my, my, my life is is fine without you
0: that's not a problem that's that, a you
1: problem. problem and just leave that situation and be actually be okay with actually be like ah, uh, we can't be friends right now mm. we genuinely can't be friends right now if you're gonna come back later and respect whatever's going on in my life fine but otherwise if you don't respect me well enough to respect the person that i'm with nah i love you
0: there are three billion people in this world that do not need to be your friend
1: also i already have friends that's it like i genuinely already have friends i don't need you so come on um but like yeah like now i'm not intentional but like i just do mention that and then when we formulate a friendship from that, I know that it's purely platonic.
0: Mm-hmm. Nothing and and they hacker can have happen. No space to even overthink something. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely fine. For sure. Yeah. And yeah, I guess to conclude, like, what is a man's place in this world? A man's place is to be supportive, to lead in areas. You are not the leader, but you do lead in some areas. That's what I'm saying. But equally, females lead. So, in yeah. the positions that you have, mm-hmm. if you If your role is to lead, you lead.
1: Like, biblically, it says um, men are to, pardon me, to be the leader and women are supposed to be submissive. However, one part that most Christian guys tend to focus on is the women submitting to them. I cannot submit to your nonsense. Period. I cannot submit to your nonsense therefore if I'm going to submit to you you better love me like Christ loved the church and that's what the verse said and if you love me like Christ loved the church I know that you are willing to die on the cross for me therefore that submission part might be a little bit easier if I know that I'm submitting to somebody who actually has a good head on their shoulders if you don't that's not gonna happen because guess what I have free will as well huh Sorry.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. You went somewhere, didn't you, guys? I went somewhere. You really went somewhere. That was a preach Yeah. A whole TED talk. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. There's still a little sore spot somewhere, isn't there? <laughs> that came from somewhere. No, but it's the truth, though.
1: Like, no, it is. I, I hear a lot of guys like, oh, you submit, submit, submit. But submit, I'm like, to I, submit to what? Submit to what? Submit
0: to what? What kind of foolery? Are you getting am- evicted from your house anyway? What am I submitting to? Like, I'm, I'm sorry I- about that. Some people's <laughs> actually getting evicted. I'm wow! am like, actually too rude at times. Just like, wow! People
1: broke boys too much. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, yeah I've so done it twice. You've done it twice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no! And both times, I always meet this jerk because I know the person's never broke. But if they were broken, i call them broke, but that would be so mean.
1: To be fair, I have made broke jokes towards you, and you've done the same towards me. It's you not
0: did it once. And I said it back,
1: and then um, I think I did once. I apologized, <laughs> I was like, "Sense, like, why are you apologizing? This is a sort
0: of lovely infection we showed each other." <laughs> it, it,
1: well, I, like I felt some type of way because I was like, you know, like finance, like you know, I know my girl's getting her bag, but like that uh, wasn't called and um,
0: fix my teeth. Not yet. <laughs>
1: Oh, I fixed my teeth on the NHS.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I fixed my teeth on the Yeah, I want some
0: veneers. That's when I catch my first bag for the business I'm about to start, guys. So watch out for that. They're going on my teeth. You think I'm joking? (laughs) (laughs) I know you're not. You actually think I'm joking? When I tell you in this life, prosperity is coming to me. Amen. It's actually coming to me. I work too hard. Amen. I work too hard. If you know me, you know that like I'm making moves in this life. Do you know what I'm actually learning?
1: So. I have this very bad habit when I work, when I do a shift, right? I work. I'm like, this money I already allocate what I'm gonna spend that money on. Yeah. I think it's a bad habit. I need to stop it.
0: Do you allocate as in savings no, and stuff like no, that, no, Or do, do that. you just say this is going on the bag?
1: So to me, it's like initially it was like 50% on savings when I used to work full time. Mm -hmm. And then like bills and stuff, that's fine. And then now because I work part time, like all of my money just goes into bills and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, if I'm going to trip myself, I have a trip myself fund where I should instead of taking having a trip myself fund, I need to go back and make it a savings fund. So my birthday is coming up. I know i'm gonna get some money from that instead of taking that money and spending it on like aliexpress and buying a new wig let me take that money and invest it <laughs> let me invest it because if i invest 60 pounds that 60 pounds can be 120 in like three months come on
0: F- fair enough <laughs> <laughs>
1: seriously i'm not even AliExpress kidding aliexpress <laughs>
0: wig man
1: trust me i have one saved in my cart wow that's all i want for my birthday a week not for me hey
0: eh, eh. Eh, eh. Um, no, why
1: 360 closure and everything Sorry Men
0: Men Men, men, men. <laughs> um, So a man's place in this world A man's place I feel Is to be part of the resistance To help lead And to help inspire The next generation mm-hmm. I think men can do that In whatever sphere Like we speak on black men a lot But there's men of Many different races Going through Different, different issues and yeah. I guess we only know about like black men because that's what we've been exposed to the majority mm-hmm. of our lives mm-hmm. um, but I think yeah again it's on them to inspire us it's on us females to inspire the next generation mm-hmm. and just to do better and be better yeah and I really like the atmosphere that's um, and the narrative that's being created right now mm-hmm. where men are speaking out men are bucking the trend men are coming to defense of women and other men when they speak that yes yeah. Um and That is the role of men in this world, just to be authentic, to be good humans and to be better in order to want better for this society.
1: Yeah, yeah, Um, I co-sign what you say because at the end of the day, um, when we do work collaboratively, um, I think we can get so far, so far ahead where we actually put, not put our differences aside, but embrace them and embrace um, some leadership aspects. Like there's a study or, um, not a study, it's a thing that says, men are more confident to shoot their shot in regards to applying for positions that they're not qualified for yeah. whereas women i look at a job c- criteria and say oh i'm not qualified for that so i shouldn't even bother applying oh, no, yeah. i now d- take See. the, the I, I now do See the men no, no 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 like i now do the men approach where I, like I'm not, I'm not qualified for this but i'm gonna go for the for the experience and you know what if i don't get it that's fine you know just roll with my failures roll with whatever happens and also the other thing that i saw recently was that There's a lot of people within our generation or the generation above us who are like working so hard so that they can buy their kids things that they never had, and the court was like sort of buying your kids the things like they never had how about you teach them the things that you never knew you were never taught mm. and i was like that is so beautiful because most men um they're taught to be like big man you know like suppress your emotion da, 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 da. but now you know better you know that it's okay to actually have those conversations with your guy friends with your girlfriend with mm. your you know the people around you teach your kids that let's pa- pass on that knowledge into the generation that's coming be- um after us and also making sure that when we're helping young men and young women create a better space and a better world for each other um i'm not saying we're gonna you know no, solve everything but it's just one aspect of life where we can actually do better mm. like materialistic things they decay the moment you start buying them with the moment they start being produced yeah. but yeah, and yes we can consume and yes we can buy the jordans you can buy whatever the gucci well we're not buying gucci anymore the louis vuitton and stuff like that but guess what that may lose value in certain in the number well in new between, to be quite honest, it does become vintage. But, like, certain things... lose Don't buy it. <laughs> lose value. But the lessons that you teach, you're, on, you're not only teaching them that generation, but you're passing it on to the next generation and if you go forth and they will do better. In Jesus' name.
0: But, yeah. Amen. So, that's our evaluations. What is a man's place in this world, in this time?
1: Lead, be supportive, be kind, and support women. Believe women. Treat them with kindness and...
0: And men. Cheating I know, I'm, to,
1: I'm speaking specifically to the men. No, but also be oh, nice yeah, to okay. men. Yeah. Um, um, who may not look like you, who may not love like you as well, who may not worship like you.
0: Amen. Um, and last but not least, do things that benefit the world even if they do not benefit you. Amen. Recycle. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough and that is the end of today's podcast we forgot our black excellence so let's just finish that off
1: i did say it's you i said, said n- n- nipsey hustle oh
0: okay i thought that was what's happening in the news today no but okay yep nipsey hustle is our black excellence of the week
1: r.i.p magic
0: would you like to lead sense?
1: yes let us pray for the men oh my god look at this 360
0: let's pray for the men yes
1: from men i trust to praying over them oh my wow there is a god <laughs> let's let's take it to jesus yes father in the name of jesus we thank you for this time where we can actually um add some wisdom to somebody make somebody laugh make somebody you know check a smile or whatever um thank you for this podcast and actually enabling us to produce some quality content what we think we might be biased but you know also we're praying over the men that are listening to this god that you empower them that they know that they are valued, that they are appreciated we understand that the world can have um its pressures over them to do better and and, you know like to be the man but May they know that they can be vulnerable in your presence, my Lord Almighty. May they know that they have a good, good Father who loves them and who will protect them no matter what happens, my King. We're thankful for the Son that you've given them as an example of a leader. And we're thankful for the Holy Spirit that you've pertained in in their bodies and their spirit, my Lord, so that they can actually walk in this life in a better way and make wise decisions and be loving and supportive and kind to one another and those around them, my Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Piss up.
0: A time down.